get like up the shirt of Chesty McGregor. You know what I mean? I just kind of start. I mean, at 19, I don't even know what to do with a boob like that. I don't know what to do with any boob, let alone a boob as as big as fucking a beach ball. You know? But I just like start kind of. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink is a podcast that combines amazing cocktails with the kind of infinite wisdom that can only come from a lifetime of poor decisions. So take a journey with everybody's favorite bartender. We can make some drinks, have some laughs, and who knows, you might even learn a thing or two. See you soon. Well, hey, everybody. Told HRK here, uh, everybody's favorite bartender, and uh, it's time for another episode of The Perfect Drink. I know I said this week, by this episode, I would have a new bar built. That has not happened yet. So, you know, I uh, had a busy, uh, busy couple of days. I picked up an extra shift at the bar, and, uh, you know, I'm not quite prepared. But the show must go on. And we've got the old bar here, and, uh, you know, it's going to be fine. We're going to get through it. So this week's cocktail that we're going to be making is called The Farmer's Daughter. And uh, so we're going to make The Farmer's Daughter cocktail. And then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, about being a guy like me and having a daughter and, you know, how that scares you because you know karma is real. So let's start with the cocktail before I get too into that. It's a real easy drink to make. You just need some vodka. We're going to use Tito's handmade vodka. You need some uh, sour mix. You need some cranberry juice. And then to garnish, you need a, uh, a strawberry and a piece of basil. So a uh, basil leaf, if you will. So let's get it going. First thing you're going to do is you're going to add an ounce and a half of Tito's to your, uh, to your cocktail shaker here. Let me point the, let me do this so I can, so I can chat it up while I'm, there we go. So look, you're going to add this Tito's, uh, I don't know what it is with Tito's, man, but people fucking love Tito's vodka. It kind of just came out of nowhere. It's not, it's not any fucking, maybe I'm just not a big vodka, like connoisseur, but I think if you lined up 12 vodkas in front of people, no one would know shit from fuck about any of them. I think people like saying the fucking word Tito's. That's what I think. I've said Tito's 25 times so far in this podcast. And every time I say it, it makes me feel a little better inside. Tito's, Tito's, Tito's. But, uh, you know, it's super fucking trendy. That's what everyone wants at the bar. And that's what I'm going to fucking use, Tito's vodka. You're going to add one ounce of sour mix. So that's an ounce and a half of Tito's, an ounce of sour mix. And you're going to add an ounce of cranberry. I got my... Uh, I got my cranberry and my uh, sour mix in these in these cool little ketchup shakers. It makes it real easy for mixing cocktails. You're going to put your lid on your shaker. You're going to give it a shake till you feel the thing get cold. I didn't shake it long enough. You're going to want to shake it for about, I mean, at least 15 seconds. But here's the thing, folks. This is the third fucking, this is the fourth one of these I've drank. I've drank and drunk and drunk, drunked. This is, that's it. This is the fourth one that I've drunk so far. Uh I make one when I before I start the podcast to make sure that I think it's delicious, and it is. Uh, and then this is my fucking third try, so it's my fourth cocktail. Um, and uh, you know, so I'm getting a little fucking shitty. I, it's like you fuck up and you got to start over, but the likelihood of it getting better the longer that you go is a fucking stretch. You garnish with a fucking strawberry and a basil leaf. The basil leaf looks real pretty. And uh, the basil leaf smells like, uh, you know, I don't know that it adds a ton of taste to the drink, 
but when you drink it, you smell it and that changes the taste. So it's important, you know, so don't, so don't, don't shortcut on the fucking, uh, on the garnishes. I can tell you that a lot of people will muddle those in the, in the shaker. I just don't like fucking chunks of shit floating around in my cocktail. So I don't muddle it, but, uh, but you can, if you want. And, uh, there it is the farmer's daughter. Cheers. Let's have a taste. That's as good as the last three. <laughs> All right, so let's, so let's get this fucking thing cracking. So what happened is a good friend of mine uh, found out this weekend that he's having a daughter. Now, this friend of mine, this is, like, this is like the type of friend that you could call him at 3 o'clock in the morning on, like, a work day from, like, Iowa in the middle of a snowstorm and say, I need your help. And he wouldn't ask one fucking question. He'd just get in his truck and he'd drive out there and he'd be friendly the whole time. And then after it was all done, he'd buy you a beer. You know what I mean? That's the type of friend that this dude is. Uh, I think we all have a friend like that. And I think we should all aspire to be that fucking kind of friend. But um, also, I've got a Michelob Ultra here because I can't keep drinking 27 of these. So I got an Ultra to sober me up. I drink Michelob Ultra to sober up. Uh, but, uh, you know, cheers to you, fella, and congrats on uh, on the good news. And, uh, you know, I love you, man. You know that I love you. I'm not going to tell you, but you know. But anyways, whatever. So he texts me it's a girl. Now, uh, my, now my daughter calls him Uncle Matt. And uh, so I text him back, and I was like, oh, man, I hope she calls me Uncle Ryan someday, you know. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, she will, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, she's probably going to ruin my life. <laughs> And I was like, oh, for sure, fucking for sure, but only in the best kind of way, but for sure, but only in the best way, but for sure. Um, and then that just got me thinking like, man, God, and he's, this is the, this is, this guy's as handsome as the fucking day is long, but fucking eyes as blue as the bluest sky and fucking salt and pepper in the fucking beard. And just like this great head of hair. He's a stud, man. Um, and, 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 and you know, he's, he's, he's a wonderful human being all the way around, but there was a time, you know, in his youth when he was a bit of a tomcat. And uh, the point is like guys like him and me who treat girls like shit when we're young, myself, even as I get older, <laughs> but uh, we, we have daughters every fucking time. You know what I mean? Every fucking time. And, uh, and it's a scary proposition because you know, that karma's real, you know? Um, so I got to thinking like, I got to, well, there's a million thoughts and I could fucking go 20 ways from fucking Sunday in this, in this thing. But my main thought was like, what's the shittiest thing I ever fucking did to a girl, you know, that, that, uh, that would make me scared about having a daughter. Like now, you know, she's a freshman in high school. Like, you know, she's, she's coming into that, like, you know, that time in her life when guys are going to start really treating her like shit. And that's just what's going to fucking happen. And that's the way it is. So like, what's the shittiest thing I've ever done? So, you know, um, I mean, I don't know. I've dated a couple nurses. Uh, anyone who's ever dated a nurse ha has done something that that nurse will tell you is the shittiest thing anyone's ever done to anyone. You know, um, you, you know, if you've dated a nurse, like, you've had to change your phone number. You know, nurses are, nurses are the... They're just batshit fucking crazy. They're super fucking, they got to be in charge. I think it's that they always got to be in charge. And, you know, look, this isn't a good time in the, in the world to be ragging on nurses because of the pandemic. But, you know, um, 
listen, you bitches work three days a week, you know? <laughs> and then you spend the other four bitching about how hard the first three were. So get the fuck out of here with your fucking bullshit about. And then, you know, you, I mean, you went to junior college for fucking two years. You got some kind of, I don't know, whatever the, whatever the fuck the degree is. Like you're, and then you'll talk about how you know more than the doctors. No, there's no bigger catchphrase in the world than a nurse making a joke about how nurses know more than doctors. I mean, that's like the secretary saying she knows more than the CEO because she does his dry cleaning. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And I love nurses and I respect nurses. You're super smart, capable ladies. You work hard. You fucking, uh, you know, you're, you're self-sufficient. Most of you are super hot. At least a lot of you are, um, you know, but you're a little this is it this is it this is this is the uh, like a lot of the things that i do are exaggerations but this is it nurses are high strung uh also this is not fucking supposed to be about nurses so let me just get back on track my point is the shittiest thing i've ever done i guarantee there's some nurses out there that after i tell this story will be like oh you did fucking something way worse to me but i can't remember what it is also i don't i think you guys kind of deserve it but the meanest thing i ever did to a girl uh, outside of one time, one time I had a girl fly in from uh, that I'd never met before, fly in from uh, Oklahoma City to Chicago to go on a date with me and then ghosted her. But I've told that story before on the Two Guys in Tequila podcast, so I don't want to tell that one again. That was pretty shitty. I was like 19 years old, okay? So so worst, worst, worst thing i ever done in terms of like something I would never want someone to do to my daughter. Now that I fa- say it like that, I don't even want to tell the fucking story. But... um. So I'm 19 years old. We go down to like ISU with a couple of my buddies. We meet some girls. We're all having a great time. And there's like four girls and there's like four of us. And uh, my one buddy and a girl kind of like connect right away. And they like, you know, the rest of the night, they're just kind of like on each other's hip. And then there's me and my two buddies and these three other girls. And, uh, you know, my other two buddies are, are kind of introverted dudes. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, handsome, charismatic son of a gun. So I kind of just like flirted with all three of them until I figured out exactly what my play was. I ended up like connecting with one of them. And then we spent like whatever the last few hours of the night together. We all go back to the hotel that we got that the me and my, me and my friends got. There's like two queen beds. My buddy and the one girl are in one bed. My other two buddies are sleeping on the floor and me and the three girls are in this bed. Now I'm not like, let's all get in bed. We just like all were like, like me and the one girl were kind of like hooking up. And then our two friends were like, we're going to lay in bed. And I was like, yeah, fuck. Okay, I guess. I'm trying to act like I'm being mature about it. In my head, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So this girl's on top of me. The girl that I'm like, that I, that I, that like I had been spending all my time, my time with that night. And we're like kissing and we're like 19. Like, it's not like, it's not like super fuck time. It's like, we're making out, you know, like when you're 40 and you make out with someone in a bed, you're probably going to slam, uh, but, you know, at 19, you know, if you get a hand to you, you might brag to your friends about it. So we're making out. The girl on my left is like, she's like a little bit thinner than like Monica Lewinsky. But like kind of looks like like Monica Lewinsky circa like 1990 or whatever the, whatever the fuck all that went down, you know? Like she's like 19-year-old Monica Lewinsky. But like huge jams. I mean, these things are, they're like... They're like, they're like a car accident. You know what I mean? Like you just look at them. You just want to look at them and you don't even want to be rude. And you're not even horny when you look at, like, you're not looking at them like lustfully. You're looking at them like, 
like you would look at a fucking UFO. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like, what the fuck is that? So girl on my left, Chesty McGregor, we'll call her. So, and then the girl on my right is probably the hottest of the three, but she had a boyfriend. Um, so, you know, I just, I, 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 I split the difference and I was like, okay, I'll take the second cutest one uh, that doesn't have the huge boobs, but is a little better, you know, put together a little better, whatever. So I got Chesty McGregor on my, uh, on my left and, uh, and, and boyfriend O'Brady on my right. Right. And we're making out all the, so, so I'm just laying there and like these girls on the sides of me are awake and like, I can tell that they're awake and I've also been flirting with them all night. And they're kind of, I don't know, there's like an energy that I can feel that they want me to like grab their boobs and vaginas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so I'm a 19 year old kid. I'm going to go for it. You know what I mean? That's what I fucking, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking, I'm like Christopher Columbus. You know what I mean? Oh, it's Columbus day. Holy fuck. It's Columbus day. I'm like Christopher Columbus at 19 and I'm just going to fucking explore the unexplored. Is, my, is that a big armpit stain? No, it's just a shadow. Okay. So I take my left hand and I kind of I kind of get like up the shirt of Chesty McGregor. You know what I mean? I just kind of start. I mean, at 19, I don't even know what to do with a boob like that. I don't know what to do with any boob, let alone a boob as as big as fucking a beach ball, you know? But I just like start kind of squeezing. I don't know what the fuck. I'm just squeezing it, rubbing it. I don't fucking know, but it's awesome for me. Not so much for her, probably. And then, uh, and she doesn't say anything. She's just going with it. You know, she's kind of like breathing heavy. I get nervous that whatever. So fucking, I don't know, whatever. So then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rounding third, you know, the right fielder still got the ball. I might as well fucking go for it. So I fucking, so I go down low on a uh, boyfriend O'Brady, you know, with my right hand. So I'm like, I'm like up high with my left down low. I'm like, a, I'm like doing like an S I'm like an Egyptian. I'm like doing like a, yeah, like, you know, whatever. So, and I'm just going and I start like playing with that girl's, you know, bottom half stuff. I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't like getting graphic, but that's gross, but, but you get the idea. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing all this stuff and this girl on top of me is still just like on top of me. It doesn't even cross her mind. Like, Hey, this guy is not grabbing my ass or boobs. What the fuck is he doing with his hands? But whatever. She didn't care. I didn't care. Also to be clear, I would have had a much better time if I just focused on the one girl. But at 19, you're Christopher Columbus. You just want to fucking go for it. You know, you want to fucking, you want to discover the new world and fucking, you know, whatever. So, uh, so there I am, whatever. And all of the sudden fucking Chesty McGregor, uh, just fucking bust me out, dude. You know, she's just like, she's just like, uh, Brittany, his hand is up my shirt right now. Now, when this girl does this, this is after like, I want to say fucking 10 minutes, but in real life, let's say 30 seconds, literally maybe fucking 15 seconds of like her being okay with it. And she fucking busts me out. Now the girl on top of me is, you know, it, it, we've all been drinking and uh, she's like, she's like, what? And I, and, and, and me, you know, you know me, I just play dumb. That's what I do. Every time I fuck up, I just play dumb. Drink's gone. Farmer's daughter's gone. So I just fucking play dumb. You know, I was like, ah, I like mumbled some words, said drunk, drunk, drunk. I'm drunk, bopity bop. I don't know. And then we just kind of kept making out. So that's great. Um, but here's how fucking dumb I am. And let me tell you, I would never tell a story like this if it ended good for me. You know, so don't think that I'm trying to do a brag move here. <laughs> the, 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 the fallout is coming, I promise. So I'm so fucking dumb. That all I'm thinking about is like that Chesty McGregor 
just busted me out and I'm in big trouble. And then, oh man, I'm not in trouble. That's fucking awesome. It totally slipped my fucking mind that the girl on the right of me just realized that not only am I making out with her friend while I'm, you know, trying to do something that I am probably doing fucking wrong at 19, but I also was grabbing her other friend's boob. You know what I mean? And it doesn't even cross my mind. It doesn't even fucking cross. I'm only worried about the girl on top of me. Like, I'm just like, oh, no, she knows what happened. I'm not even thinking, oh, fuck. The girl on the right is the only one that actually knows at this point what a fucking scumbag I am. The girl on the left knows I'm kind of a scumbag. The girl on top of me thinks I'm kind of a scumbag, but also doesn't really care because she's been drinking and, you know, whatever. We're just kissing anyways. But the girl on the right, who's, you know, who I'm, who's the J-hole I'm fish hooking, is like, she knows, like, I'm a, I'm a fucking pig. You know what I mean? Now, I'm 19 years old. Now, give me a pass. Listen, I'm fucking 19 years old. Okay? So don't, you know, and again, I'm not bragging. This story, you know, has <laughs> a sad ending for me, so don't worry. But uh, so it's like she realizes, you know. And, uh, and whatever. And I don't even like, I don't even, I, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so fucking, uh, so the girl on my right then kind of like, just like rolls her body away from me, you know, and then I, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't care. I just keep making out with the girl on top because I'm so fucking dumb. And then she like gets up and I'm like, oh, maybe she has to pee, you know? And then she stands there for a minute and she goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and Brittany, Brittany, I, I, I'm totally making up the names, whatever, for, you know. And the girl on top is like, what? And she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, and then there's just a fucking onslaught of like yelling at me and calling me fucking terrible names. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the truth comes out to all three of them. They all kind of put it together in their heads exactly what happened. My friends, who are fucking sleeping on the floor. They like are waking up when I like, what the fuck's going on? The light gets turned on. And I'm, you know, I'm so young and dumb that I like get defensive and start yelling back instead of just being like, you know, that this, like today I would have been like, I've been, I don't know, I'm drunk. I'm sorry. I'm super fucking sorry. I would have said, you guys go to bed. I'll go to the floor. You know what I mean? Like, obviously that would, that would be my play today. Also today I would have just picked one, but whatever. Um, but these girls are fucking, and I'm getting defensive, and I'm like, I'm like talking shit. I'm like making fun of these girls, calling them names, because they're calling me names, and I'm, you know, a sensitive guy. Long story fucking short, I get thrown out of the fucking room. I have to get my own fucking room, which uh, I go down to the fucking concierge, and uh, they don't have any fucking rooms. It's fucking winter time. So I go back to my buddy's room to be like, hey, can I have the fucking car keys? They will not open the door and they're like yelling through the door for me to go fuck myself. So I go out and I'm like, I'm going to, I guess I'll just sleep outside, but I can't fucking sleep. Like I can't just sleep anywhere. You know what I mean? I, I whatever. Like I gotta, I can't sleep in a parking lot cause the cops will come. So I fucking burrow. I burrow under the back of my buddy's car, like under the trunk, like on the, on the concrete. And just fucking, you know, I just sleep there in the fetal position, like a, you know, like a, like it's like, like a fucking, I don't know, whatever. And, uh, and that's it. And then in the morning I wake up 
to the car starting. I roll over. Hey, guys, what the fuck? Don't run me over. And I get in the car, and then they make fun of me for fucking two hours on the ride home, and that's that, and it's fucking great. So that's uh, so that's the that's the shittiest thing I've ever probably done to three girls at once in my entire life, um, you know. So cheers to me. I switched to Michelob Ultra. I had an Ultra on backup because I knew that I was going to drink this fast. Um, but the point of this is to talk about like dads with daughters and guys like me and whatever. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I swear to God, every time I've ever like pissed a girl off, she'll be like. You know, your daughter sees the way you treat me. Blah, blah, blah. And I, 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 no, I see what you're saying. I get what you, I get what you think you're saying, you know, but I really believe that my daughter will base her relationship with men on her relationship with me, not my relationship with women. And I could fucking be wrong. Cause look, I don't know. You know, I'm not a fucking psychologist. I'm, I'm fuck, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not even a, I'm a bartender. I don't know fucking anything, but I think that, I think that uh, my goal as a parent, as a father was like, was, and is to treat my daughter the, the way that I want other guys to treat her. And my hope was that that would give her an expectation for how she should be treated, you know? And I would do anything for my fucking daughter. She knows it. Fuck. I bought tampons for my daughter, dude. I won't fucking bite. If I was married, I wouldn't. If you marry me, just understand, I will never fucking buy you tampons fucking ever. Fucking ever. I, and I was at the fucking jewel the other day. My daughter texted me. He's like, Dad, can you give me some? <laughs> She's so fucking funny. She calls it Shark Week. She's like, Dad, Shark Week's coming up. Can you get me some feminine products? <laughs> I know that I'm funny. Let me tell you, she's fucking funnier than me. Um and also she's 14. Like, you don't, like, I didn't even really realize how to be funny for real till like a year. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm working on how to be funny every day. You know what I mean? She's so much ahead of me. She's going to be great. She's going to be something that has to do with making people laugh for sure. But, uh, but she's like, you know, yeah, can you give me some feminine products? So, so fucking, I'm like, yeah, kid, sure. Whatever you need, you know? I said, I just, I don't know. You got to understand. I'm like texting her and Jewel. I'm like, you got to understand. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And she says, and she says, I like the organic ones. The organic ones. I didn't even know there was a fucking thing. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess, I guess uh, you get the organic ones and then it can't get stuck in a turtle's nose or something. I don't fucking know. She wants the organic tampon, so I pick them up, whatever, bring them home, blah, blah, blah. Point is, I'd do anything for my daughter. And uh, I think that I think that when guys like me have daughters and disgruntled nurses think to themselves, you motherfucker, somebody's going to hurt your daughter someday. I mean, of course somebody is. Every girl has a heartbroken a zillion fucking times in their life. But um, I think my daughter's going to have the wherewithal to pick a good man based on how I treat her. Uh, and I, you know, like I said, I'd do anything for her. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the podcast. That's kind of the deal today. Um, and then the last thing is, so look, as the weekly rant came to, uh, as the weekly rant transitioned into the perfect drink, I was doing a thing called, I didn't know what I was going to call it yet. Ask me anything, ask a guy, whatever the fuck. And, uh, and I didn't do one last week, but I feel like, I feel like the concept should be like when you're, and I'm a bartender, when you're a bartender, there's always someone like sitting at the bar telling you everything. 
You know what I mean? And you just got, and part of the job is listening and, you know, talking back and whatever. And this week, lo and fucking behold, I was at the bar. There was only one fucking person in there. And I, and, and you can do two things when there's one person in there. You can go down to the end of the bar by yourself and look at your phone like a dog shit fucking bartender. Or you can stay by the person. And if they want to talk to you, talk back. And if they don't want to talk to you, then obviously, because sometimes people want to be left alone. That's neither here nor there. Point is, this dude starts telling me this story about how he likes this girl. He's been taking her on a zillion trillion fucking dates and spending a ton of money and doing all the right fucking things. And like she'll, you you know, you know what you bitches do. Like she'll she'll go with them if she doesn't have anything better to do, but she won't fucking like make out with them. She might like hug them or let them kiss her on the cheek at the end of the night. <clears throat> you know, there may be like three dates in and, you know, three dates over like a month. <clears throat> You know, when you like someone, you go on three dates in fucking five days. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. So the point is, this girl doesn't like this guy. I mean, that's it. And he's asking me like he, well, he's telling me his thing. And I don't want to. I'm never going to give advice unless someone asks me because I don't, you know. Uh, and then he's like, he's like, what do you think, man? You know, does it ever happen to you? And I was like, well, <laughs> that doesn't ever happen to me. But I, I didn't say that, obviously. But I was like, I, I, I know what you mean, man. And uh, and I, you know, I said, well, here, here's my fucking advice, bud, is what you need to do is. You need to fucking just stop fucking asking her out and don't be mean to her. You know, don't be my advice was don't be mean to her, but don't ask her out anymore. You know, uh, just like just play it cool. Like if she texts you, text her back. Well, no. And then like text her when you don't want to talk to her. Like when you're if you're out with your buddies having a good time, text her, you know, and just let her know that you're doing some cool shit. You don't really want her to stop by, but you just wanted to check in so that she knows that you're having a fucking good time. And uh, and that's your only fucking hope. And that might not work. I'm not saying that will work, but those are the kind of things you got to do. And, you know, come to think of it, it's kind of funny. My daughter, my daughter, uh, you know, my daughter will ask me for, 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 she'll ask me for guy advice, which makes me feel good. Like when you, when you have a daughter, you can't, you can't be so dumb to be like, you're never going out with a guy or like you you're not going on a date till you're 20. Like you can't, that's fucking stupid, man. So I try to just be open and transparent and like give good advice. And I know that so far I've raised a good, like a good daughter, you know? And if she makes a hundred mistakes in the next 10 years, all that means is that she's human. So I don't fucking care. Obviously. I'm going to love her no matter what. My point is she would like ask me guy advice, you know? So it's funny, but she was like, like one time she was like, Dad, I, I like this guy and, and, you know, she like they like went on a they went on like a date, but it was like a, they just like met. I don't fucking know. They met like with, with the parents there and shit and whatever. And then they met a second time. And the second time she heard that he was like talking to a girl. She's like, well, I guess he's got a girlfriend. So I don't know. Maybe I guess he just wants to be my friend. And I was like, OK, kid, here's what you do, you know, and I'm giving my daughter advice to like make a guy like her, which is not, you know. What it's unconventional, I guess, maybe, but that's how I do it. So I was like, here's what you do. Tell this fucking dude, like ask him, tell him you like a guy at school because he didn't go to her school. He goes to another school. I was like, tell him you like a guy at school and, and you want his advice because you know you 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 trust his advice as a friend. <laughs> you know, that was, that was my play. My point is this is the kind of relationship me and my daughter have. Uh back to fucking the original fucking point of everything was this dude at the bar. So you heard what I told the guy, you know, fucking ignore her. You know what I mean? Don't ask her out, whatever. So uh, with that, it kind of occurred to me, like, women can't really come into the bar by themselves and sit and talk to the fucking bartender. So 
we talked a lot about like what the ask me anything thing is going to be and whatever. And so, so this is going to be the concept moving forward, men, women, anybody you want. I don't fucking care. Ask me a question and I'll fucking give you an answer as a bartender, as I would a person sitting in front of me at the bar. And I think it'll be a cool little segment. Um, you know, I don't fucking know. I guess that's it. I meant to fucking plug the show in the beginning. I'm so bad at this. I'm so last week. I didn't even fucking do it uh, the week before. I'm at like 70 fucking. I think I'm at like 77 subscribers on YouTube or something. I need to get to 100. I I need to get to 100 because there's so when you get to 100 subscribers on YouTube, you can do like a, like you can do you can do a bunch of stuff, but you can't do it until you're at 100. If you're listening to this and you've laughed at any fucking part of it, hit subscribe, you fucking asshole. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to the audio but not watching on YouTube, you know, uh, go on to YouTube and subscribe. Uh, it's always better when you can see my face because I'm handsome. Uh, that's what the H stands for. Oh, it's backwards. That's what the H stands for in HRK. So, um, I don't know. I guess that's it. Um, you know, Finny, if you're out there, I love you. Kiddo, that's my daughter. You're the best. And uh, I don't know. Matt, congrats on... Uh, on the good news and uh you know you're the best buddy love you guys and i love you guys take it easy <laughs>